I'm not 
25 minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. No fighter plane, no battleship can crash with pure and sweet. It's that last drop of oil. It just won't see defeat. It keeps our little hop in flame and dancing to the beat. It's that last drop of oil. We're taken to the street. And we'll blow smoke in the face of darkness. Set fires to burn up the night. Tell and retell all your stories. Be a miracle of light. Blow smoke in the face of darkness. Set fires to burn up the night. Nothing left, your true colors show. So reach deep down and grab that spark. Ain't you tired of living in the dark? Show me, can I show you the light? Show me, can I show you that and light? We'll blow smoke in the face of darkness. Set fires to burn up the night. Tell every tell all your stories. Be a miracle of light. Blow smoke in the face of darkness. Set fires to burn up the night. Tell every tell all your stories. Be a miracle of light. I'll be a Lay 
יש כאן מסיבה, רוקדים בחווה, עוד להיט שמתנגן. בואו ותרגיש את האווירה, תרגיש את השמחה, לקצב תתכונן. ובידיים כפיים גבוה חזק, הלילה כל אחד מוזמן. ובינתיים לחיים ועוד כוס אחת, מזל טוב לכלה ולחתן. כולם עובדים הלילה, וכמו עכשיו אינשאללה, שתמיד רק תשמחו. הלב ממניא למעלה, קונטיגו קומו פיילה, שתמיד Oh, shit, 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 oh,
מבית ומחוץ, מקשה אחת זב אין בו מן השפה ולחוץ, ולא מאחורי הגב, זך וטהור, מושך אליו את האור, ולא משים. מבית ומחוץ, כמו שרק האל יודע, וזה פלא עצום. מעל כל השגות הטבע, ומי שיצא אל האור, עומדים כאן בתור מלא ניסים. וכל העולם עכשיו לא נברא. מבית ומחוץ, מקשה אחת זהב אין לו ממה ולאן לרוץ, כל כך שלב עכשיו, וככל שאני מוסיף להבין אין בי מילים, כי כל ה... against the shore and the question still comes back to me how could this occur I look above to my creator told me then that I am 
I know that there's a meaning, but it's so hard to see. And I cry tears of sorrow that flow just like the sea. But this loss can't go unquestioned. But now it's up to me. I shan't please send me comfort. To you, I do Slipping away, 
So I'm asking you please will you hold my hand And help me stand Bring me to a place where all day long They're praising your name and they're singing your songs Cause it's there I belong And it's there I
J.M. in the A.M. Michal Przensky, Mitzvah Haba is the name of that one. Uh, Mina Meitzar, that was from the Waterbury Yeshiva from the album Stay With Me, Arye Kunstler's Mikolos. You heard Miksha Achat Zahav, that's Yishai Rebo, with that single. Uh, Light Up, that's brand new from the New York Boys Choir. Micha Gammerman with Marabu. You heard uh, Rokdim Halayla, that's Amra Madar. Eighth Day had Miracle, that brand new single, in honor of the holiday of Hanukkah. And the Regesh, Modani opening things up. And we say good morning, JM and the AM. Good morning, all. It's Tuesday, December the 5th, day 17 in the month of Kislev, the year 5778. Tavshin Ayin Ches. We started to say the same Talumatar, those of you who are. Uh, in the Ashkenazic community, we now save a Saint Talamata, the Sephardic community. Um, what did Rabbi Kramer tell me? I think we say Baruch Aleinu, the longer bracha now, instead of Barchenu, or the opposite. Either way, either way, it's a longer bracha. And uh, make the change, and um, all this, of course, is outside of Israel. In Israel, that change was made quite a while ago toward the beginning of the month of Cheshvan. I want to thank those who are commenting on the app. JM from Teaneck wants us to award a prize to the first commenter each day. I don't know if that would be fair. JM from Teaneck would win each time. <laughs> oh, I want to thank the person who wrote, Good morning, this is my first time listening to Bonus JM. Uh, great timing for uh, after my daughter goes down for her nap here in Israel. Also love the new Alfred Fried song. Yeah, it was a good Bonus JM this morning. And in general, those of you who are tuned in, 
uh, realize we usually, not always, but we usually are on by 5.30 a.m. Eastern time. In fact, the reason we were dropped delayed today is because our network was playing a Mordechai Ben David classic, and I felt it was inappropriate to interrupt it. It was such a great song. Um, all right, so um, thanks to everybody who's listening. Thanks to those of you who are commenting on the uh, uh, the other night, Sunday night, when we were at the event um, uh, at the Atid Society, someone came over and, and mentioned a town in northern Israel where they're always listening to us every single morning, and it was such an unbelievable feel. I had, I had never heard of that town in northern Israel. Uh, I would guess what the name was, but I'm just not 100% sure. So, uh, so that was a very good feeling. So to everybody in Israel who anxiously early in the afternoon awaits for us to get live on the air, at about 5.30 a.m. Eastern Time, I say thank you very much, and thanks for listening to Bonus JM, and of course, thank you for listening to JM in the AM. Big day today, as I mentioned earlier. Uh, Natalie, Natalie Sapinski is going to join us in the uh, One Israel Fund. I believe she's a resident of Susia, and there's a big event coming up at the um, uh, at the uh, Suburban Torah Center in uh, Livingston, New Jersey next week. We'll talk about that. OU has an amazing gel, JLIC uh, um, what do we call it? Group movement uh, organization. JLIC has uh, made tremendous um, inroads on college campuses. We'll talk about that coming up at eight o'clock. And Ruby New is out with a brand new album. Ruby New is out with a brand new album, and we will um, speak with him coming up later on in uh, this hour, and uh, not in this hour, in the eight o'clock hour. Here at JM and the AM. 53 degrees outside with 77% humidity. Winds are south at 10. Showers today with a high of 60. That's right. It's supposed to rain today. Then rain tonight, low 46. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, a high temperature, 50 degrees. You shall lie right now at 65. We're at 53 on this Tuesday here in New York City. As we say good morning with Mordechai Shapiro at JM and the AM.
Together we
It's a song that uh, Eighth Day calls Schwitz. <laughs> no joke. Off of the album Slowdown here at JM in the AM. Yerushalayim Shabalei, that was Avram Free. David Lowy had Together. Bechayechon was Benny Friedman. Mordechai Shapiro with the Nigun Simcha. Here at JM in the AM, it is America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored digital radio. Around the world on the web at NachumSingle.com, on the NachumSingle Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Galit Sal in the background, we'll do our news from Israel coming up. Showers in the New York area today with a high of 60. Yerushalayim at 65, we're at 53 here in New York City as we say good morning on this Tuesday. I thank you all for tuning in. Don't forget, we started to save the same Talumatar. Don't forget this morning in our Shachris service, just like last night, we save the same Talumatar. If you're not familiar with any of that, Consult with your local rabbi. Galaitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Tuesday follows next. We say Boker Tov from Jam and Am. גורמים מדיניים מגנים את איומו של נשיא טורקיה ארדואן, לפיו אם וושינגטון תכיר בירושלים כבירת היהודים, אנקרה תנתק את הקשרים הדיפלומטיים עם ישראל. כתבתנו המדינית איליל שחר. ארדואן התייחס לדיווחים על נאום מתוכנן ביום רביעי, בו יכיר טראמפ בירושלים כבירת ישראל, וציין שמדובר בקו אדום עבור המוסלמים. בתגובה אמר השר לענייני מודיעין ישראל כץ, איננו מקבלים הוראות ואיומים מנשיא טורקיה, אין מהלך צודק יותר. שר החינוך בנט אמר, מוטב ירושלים מאוחדת. השר לביטחון פנים גלעד ארדן מכחיש את הדיווח הבוקר בידיעות אחרונות, לפיו חברי הכנסת מהליכוד פועלים להדיח את ראש הממשלה בנימין נתניהו, והוא שוחח עם רינו צרור. חברי הליכוד 
מבינים היטב מה החשיבות שתנועת הליכוד ודרכה ימשיכו להוביל את מדינת ישראל. אם זה ייראה שמישהו חותר או מנסה להפיל את כן. שלטון הליכוד, אני לא חושב שזה ישתלם לו, ולכן זה נראה לי פרסום לא כל כך הגיוני. צה"ל הודיע רשמית, לא בוצע הלילה ירי לשטח ישראל. חמש האזעקות שנשמעו באזור כרם שלום היו אזעקות שווא, ובצה"ל בוחנים מדוע הופעלו המערכות. מפקד גדוד הנדסה ננזף וקצין החזקה הודח מתפקידו בעקבות גניבת תחמושת מבסיס חומה ברמת הגולן לפני חודשיים. כתבנו הצבאי צחי דבוש. בעקבות ממצאי ועדת חקירה, מפקד הגדוד ננזף וקידומו יעוכב בשנתיים. סגן מפקד הגדוד ננזף, כמו גם מפקד פלוגת הסיוע המנהלתית, קצין הטכנולוגיה וההחזקה הגדודי נשפט והודח מתפקידו. חקירת מצח עודנה מתנהלת. מורה מבית צפאפה שבירושלים עוכב לחקירה בחשד שתקף תלמיד. שוטרים הוזעקו לבית הספר בשכונת בית צפאפה לפני זמן קצר בעקבות דיווח לפיו מורה תקף תלמיד במוסד החינוכי. מבירור במקום עלה שבין התלמיד למורה התחולל ויכוח לאחר שהתלמיד ביקש לצאת מבית הספר ובמהלכו לטענת התלמיד המורה תקף אותו. השוטרים עיכבו את המורה לחקירה. חבר הכנסת אורן חזן מהליכוד מגבה את יושב ראש הקואליציה דוד ביטן החשוד בקבלת שוחד ואומר ליעל דן אנשים בליכוד חותרים תחתיו כדי לקבל את תפקידו. אף אחד לא צריך לחרוץ את דינו. הצביעות הזו שמתקיימת מאחורי הקלעים, מתחת לפני השטח, אנשים חורשים ובוחשים ומנסים לשים לו רגליים. יש מרוץ מטורף כבר לקבל את התפקיד שלו בקרב כל מיני חברי כנסת. מהומה יוצאת דופן במהלך דיון על העלאת קצבאות הנכים בוועדת הרווחה של הכנסת. אחד המשתתפים בדיון ניסה לדקור באמצעות עט משתתף אחר. לוינה אור מארגון הנכים הופכים לפנתרים, שנכח גם הוא בוועדה, סיפר על התקרית. באנו לוועדה בצורה מאוד מאוד רגועה. אנחנו נגד אלימות. האדם שהגיע שם לאלימות זה לא אדם מזוהה על ידינו, והוא הגיע באופן עצמאי. הוא גרם למה שגרם, ואנחנו מאוד מצרים על כך. התחזית ירידה ניכרת בטמפרטורות, בערב יחל לרדת גשם מקומי בצפון ובמרכז, שהתחזק והתפשט בלילה לשאר האזורים. רוחות חזקות תנשבנה. אלה החדשות שעורכת דור מימון.
this dream to create history to create history
You know what we do well? We do Jewish music really well. Eitrit Code, Yaakov Shweki, before that, the Moshav Band, and Shiru Lashem. You heard RJ2, brand new, first with Rachem, and then a song called For a Dream here at JM in the AM. If you have a comment, you can put it on our app. That's right, the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone. If you have a comment, uh, comment away on our app. Also, if you know somebody who needs a phone number to listen to us, right? If you know somebody who doesn't have a smartphone, or prefers to just call in and hear the network live at any point during the day, give them the phone number to call in, 605-562-4400, 605-562-4400. Again, that's the phone number to simply call and listen to what's happening here at the network at that specific time, uh, uh, 605-562-4400. We call it the NSN Listen line. Yeshiva League Sports Update is next. That's right. Elliot Weiselberg has prepared our weekly report. I remind you that he has court report brand new every Sunday night and repeated on Tuesday night, including tonight, starting at 7 p.m. Eastern time on the network. So Elliot Weiselberg with court report at 7 p.m. tonight. And uh, every Tuesday, 7.20 Eastern time, we get the Yeshiva League Sports Update. Uh, Elliot uh, updates us on everything happening in the world of Yeshiva League sports, and we're about to do that right now. So we keep that in mind, or I should say everyone should keep in mind that Tuesday mornings is when you get the update. And boy, it's now December, so the seasons are really heating up. I can tell you that much. Yesterday I was preparing my calendar for the first part of 2018, and I noticed that the uh, Yeshiva League championships are coming up. They'll be played between March 8th and March 18th. You have the uh, girls' basketball championships, the boys' basketball championships, and then the hockey championships on the 18th of March. So the middle of March is going to be real real March madness, to say the least. And uh, we are building up to that now in December of 2017 with our great Yeshiva League sports. It's time for the Yeshiva League sports update. Elliot Weiselberg, here he is at JM in the AM. Thanks, Nachum. Today on the Tuesday morning JM in the AM sports update. DRS and Frisch square off in a Saturday night hockey showdown. Rambam Varsity Basketball pulls two in Brooklyn. And lightning strikes once in Girls Varsity B. But will it strike twice? All that and more straight ahead. Good morning, I'm Elliot Weiselberg. Last February, the Rambam Ravens harbored hopes of walking away with the division title in Boys Varsity Basketball until they were derailed in an 18-point loss to Darche Erez. YDE would go on to win the Eastern Division, while Rambam settled for the fourth seed. Coming into the week, both teams had only lost once, so a meetup would certainly carry with it major significance. For Rambam, the game would be the second game in Kings County on the week. On Tuesday night, the Ravens picked up their third win in a row, knocking off Shari Torah 55-46. Junior Aaron Azos would lead the Ravens with 14 in the victory. Two nights later, Rambam would travel to YDE. The two teams played a low-scoring contest, and with under 10 seconds to go, the Ravens held a 37-34 lead. YDE with the ball, junior Jaime Sasson appeared to have tied the game with a step-back three-pointer, but the officials ruled that his foot was on the line, making it a two-pointer. Rambam would hit a free throw, and time would run out as the Ravens upped their record to 7-1 with a 38-36 victory, gaining a measure of revenge and some momentum into the second half of the season. Azos would again lead Rambam in the win with 12 points. In recent memory, no school has been as dominant in any varsity league as the SKA Sonics. 
SKA has won each of the last four Girls Varsity B championships, with three of the four capping off undefeated seasons. In each of those championships, the foe has been a familiar one. The Breweria Lightning have struggled year after year to get over the hump, but it seems that their persistence has paid off. This past week, the Lightning met up with the Sonics in SKA and blew the home team away, winning 41-30. The Lightning, the last team to defeat the Sonics, hope to put an end to the run, but will need to prove that this game was not a fluke when they meet up with SKA in the return game tomorrow night in Bruria. Another win, and we could be talking about the possible end of a streak in March. Speaking of championship aspirations, the DRS Wildcats and the Frisch Cougars met up Saturday night in rematches of various hockey finals over the last two years. In the JV contest, Frisch would ride two sophomore Elliott Eisner goals to victory in a 3-1 win. Sophomore Max Baruch would score the go-ahead power play goal midway through the third for the Cougars. Sophomore Ariel Ifrigan would score the lone goal for the Wildcats. In the varsity game, it would be much more of a grind. Junior J.J. Corin would put the Cougars on the board first with a rebound into the DRS net. For two periods, it looked as if last year's runners-up would gain some revenge, but a few minutes into the third period, DRS with an extended power play on a first double minor, Junior Aiden Englander would fire home the tying goal from the line. For 14 minutes, the two teams would fight, but there would be no resolution as the game would end in a 1-1 tie. Looking for more Yeshiva League action? Tune into tonight's Encore presentation of The Court Report at 7 p.m. on the Nachum Siegel Network. This past week, we took a closer look at the other possible Varsity Hockey Championship preview between SAR and DRS, as well as an inside look at some really bizarre scheduling and our first playoff clinching scenarios. Coming this Sunday, a brand new court report complete with scores, standings, and highlights, as well as a look at some matchups that will start separating the middle from the top in all divisions. All that and more this Sunday night at 7 p.m. on the court report, presented by Crown Trophy of Brooklyn, only on the Siegel Network, NachumSiegel.com. And that was your Tuesday morning jam in the AM Sports Update. I'm Elliot Weiselberg.
גדולה, קמים יש צרה צרורה, שכוח מהכל מהר להיות רק בשמחה. לא צריך להתבייש, רק לחשוב על מה שיש, כל הזמן בכל מצב, השם אותך יאהב. J.M. and the A.M. That's Micha Gammerman, Tuesday morning. Rock Simcha, the name of that one. We started to say the Saint Talumatar last night. Keep that in mind as you go through your shacharis this morning. The Saint Talumatar has arrived, and it'll last until Pesach time. That's correct. 53 degrees, showers, and a high temperature of 60. 7.30 in the morning, or by David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas Rav Zebner Yosef Alevi and Zechonishmas Esther Basra Yosef Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. You stretched out your right hand, and the earth swallowed them. At Kriyas Yamsuf, the Yalkut tells us that the sea threw the Mitzrim who had already passed on out to the dry land, and the dry land spontaneously threw them back into sea. The dry land said to Hashem, At the time when we accepted the blood of Hevel, and he was only one person, it was said, Arura Hadama, cursed is the land. How can we now accept the blood of all of these troops? Hashem then swore to the earth, as it says, Natisa Yamincha, indicating a shvua or an oath, that the land would not have to stand in judgment for accepting the bodies of the Mitzrayim. It also says, Nachisa Amzuga Alta, with your kindness, you guided this people that you redeemed. The Yalkut explains that Hashem did a chesed with us. We didn't have any good deeds. The entire world was created with chesed. Why was the earth afraid of punishment? Why didn't it want to absorb the bodies of the Egyptians? Was there an issue of the ground being obligated to accept these Mitzrayim? Rav Shach explains that Hashem is in rooted amida of chesed 
a root of loving kindness in all of his creations, even the inanimate creations like the earth, which performs chesed and accepts the bodies of those who have passed on. The only thing is that the earth was afraid that it would be punished for this. That's the reason why it resisted and didn't want to accept the Mitzrayim until Hashem promised that there would not be any retribution. The chesed of Hashem is not only with tzaddikim, but also with rishayim, the wicked. Even though we have to be aware of their detriment, even though we have to keep a distance from them, still, we do not hold back from doing a chesed for them, and we should not harm them unnecessarily. Likewise, we see that Moshe and Aaron were commanded to give honor to Paro, because he was the king, even to a Russia like Paro. The Medrash tells us Moshe and Aaron had to conduct themselves honorably in all of their dealings with him. The great Reb Nachman of Breslov once said, rachamim. A person asks for mercy, and he doesn't see that it's right in front of his eyes. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. JM in the AM uh, Tuesday. Natalie Sapinski is with us live via telephone. She's director of community development for the One Israel Fund. There's a big Hanukkah and dinner extravaganza happening at Suburban Torah Center in Livingston, New Jersey, the weekend of Shabbat Hanukkah. We'll talk about the concert. We'll talk about the dinner. Uh, all coming up. And um, you can purchase your tickets either at the door or in advance. Again, we'll give you all the information, and proceeds will go toward the One Israel Fund security projects. Natalie Sapinski, Director of Community Development for the One Israel Fund, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you. Thank you, Nachum. Great to be here. I appreciate that. Now, you live in Susia, correct? That's correct. All right. How long do you live there? I'm here 10 years. Did you go straight from the U.S. to there, or you were already living in Israel? We were already living in Israel. Why Susia? And I say it like that because our familiarity with it was that there there were some people hesitant to go to that area of um, of Israel. Why did you choose Susia? Yeah, well, there are people today still hesitant <laughs> to come to this area <laughs> <Right>. of Israel. <laughs> um, you know, we have some uh, you know uh, adventurous neighbors, let's say, and we're a little bit off the the uh, main beaten path, right. but we were, you know, we kind of found it by accident. We, um, my husband and I were both Batshuva, and we did not have relatives in Israel, and we happened to be living in the very south of the country, in the Arava. I actually had a baby in Eilat. Wow. Um, very, very small hospital. It's basically a clinic, and that's, that was the closest town to us, an hour and a half, and we were looking for a religious yeshuv, and we were told to look in Beit Yatir, which is, um, three kilometers from Susia, right outside the, uh, what you call the Green Line. Right. And we had no um, desire to live inside the, what you call the Shtachim. We said we would never live over the Green Line. And we came here, and I had fallen asleep, and we drove through the checkpoint. I don't even remember it. And we pulled in. And it's beautiful. Yeah. And uh, we're here, now, 10 years already. Now, how many, how many minutes by car are you south of Chevron? Oh, 20 minutes. And 15 how, minutes if and, you drive fast. And how many minutes are you north of Beersheba? 45. 
Oh, you are still 45 minutes away from Beersheba. Just yeah, trying to give everyone yeah. a perspective of where Susia is. What do we say? It's it's toward the, it's as south as you can get in Hare Yehuda. Would that be accurate? Yeah, we're the we're the bottom. You're the yeah. bottom, right? But, um, all right. So you're living in Susia. You are going. Are you going to be here at the Suburban Torah Center in Livingston? Yes. Yes. So, so you'll, yes, yes. you'll you'll be here for Hanukkah. I'll be there. Your job, Natalie Sapinski, your position as Director of Community Development for the One Israel Fund. We, and this audience in particular, most of it, is pretty familiar with the One Israel Fund. What is a Director of Community Development? Uh, I am in charge of developing um, the projects that are not security and that are not medical. So Uh everything else, which are things that, that you need to live. An example... Uh, recreational equipment, playgrounds, right. basketball right. courts. Right. We even help day camps. Okay, I'm even I'm even building a, a lake, <laughs> and a walking path right now in the Jordan Valley. Interesting. There, people live here. You know, we don't just hide. We don't just wear vests. We don't just get hurt. We live there. Are, there are half a million people here living. Um, religious life, synagogues, right. mikvot. These are all things we need. We need them. And people, you know, not only need them, but their communities are growing. When I came here, there were 70 families in Susia 10 years ago. Today, there are 200. No way. Yes way. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's amazing. And and in and out of the in and out of town on a regular basis, traveling the roads, kids playing everywhere, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So people don't need to leave Susia because we have everything here. Honestly, we have a clinic, we have a store, we have a school, um, playground. In the summer, there's a swimming pool. I'm the lifeguard. Uh, we have a lot of stuff. But, yeah, people leave, of course. You uh, know, we, have a, we don't have a doctor on Fridays. And what would be the, um, the closest Jewish town to you? The closest town is Kirat Arba. It is 20 minutes away. Wow, 15 right. minutes away. Wow. But the closest city, right. in quotes, is Arad. Right. And that's about how long? That's 25 minutes down a winding path of a mountain. So Arad is between you and Beersheba. Uh, well, Arad is southeast, right. and Beersheba is southwest. Yeah, or more directly south, I would guess, right? Yeah. It's, uh, it's, you know, it's twice as long to get there. Beersheba is a big city. Natalie Sapinski is with us, Director of, Development, the Director of Community Development for the One Israel Fund. She lives in Susia, everybody, and she's speaking to us from there. There'll be a community-wide Hanukkah celebration at Suburban Torah Synagogue in Livingston, New Jersey. Everybody's welcome. Uh, they will have a um, uh, this Shabbat will be on Shabbat Hanukkah with a menorah lighting before Kabbalat Shabbat at 3:45 on Friday, December the 15th, and of course a community-wide Hanukkah dinner after Tefillah on Shabbos itself, or I should say after Shabbos itself at 7 p.m. on Saturday, December the 16th. There'll be an Israel fair where you can get a taste of Israel in Livingston, New Jersey, with vendors selling everything from Israeli jewelry and Judaica to jelly donuts and food. And at 7.30 p.m., Israel's Kinor David Yeshiva Jazz Band is going to be doing a Hanukkah concert extravaganza at Suburban Torah Synagogue in Livingston, New Jersey, located on West Mount Pleasant Avenue. Tell me about this Kinor David Yeshiva Jazz Band. Okay, so you covered it very well. Thank you. That's, that's what's going on. Uh, Kinur David is one of the 72 Yeshiva Bnei Akiva high schools, okay, throughout Israel. It's a big, 
um, it's a big network of schools. Now, the right. Kinur David School, which is located in Ateret, near Nevetsuf, south, it's, a, it's a northwest Benjamin region. You've probably been there, Nachum. It's a winding path in this little yeshuv in the mountains, kind of like behind Ramallah and Rarabi. You take one wrong turn, you're in an Arab village. Right. These, this yeshuv is about, I guess, 150 families, and this yeshiva is like the Juilliard of Israel. Nice. These are, it's like going to music camp, very high-level musicians, high school boys, all wearing kippot, learning Torah, Tanakh, Navi, and they all are musicians. You go there, you have to audition. They all play an instrument, maybe two. And they, they, they do the very high academic work as well. So the audience will be impressed. They will love them. They'll <laughs> <laughs> love them. Uh, They're really good. It hap- They're really good. It happened Saturday night of Shabbos Hanukkah, 7.30 p.m. at Congregation Suburban Torah on West Mount Pleasant Avenue in Livingston, a community-wide Hanukkah concert with the Kinor David High School Ensemble. Proceeds will benefit and support the One Israel Fund's efforts to strengthen the security infrastructure of Neveit Suf. If the, uh, if the name of the, the town, Neveit Suf, Sounds familiar. It is where Hamas terrorists murdered three members of the Solomon family this past summer. M- uh, many, if not all of us, remember the episode. And as uh, Natalie just said, Kinor David is this uh, unbelievable Israeli yeshiva high school integrating musical education plus religious and spiritual learning. And uh, you get to meet these young men. How many are there? Are like five, six guys? Six guys, and they're Rosh Hashiva who plays keyboard. Now, and what's the story? They're coming in here for Shabbos Hanukkah? They're traveling That's to America? Right. Look, here's what happened. Uh, I'm in touch with the Suburban Torah, some of the members, and they told me they want to do something different this year for their Chesed campaign. Usually they hold a bit dinner and they, they donate money to some organization, but they wanted to make some kind of connection to real Israelis. So I suggested, why don't you meet these boys? They're, they can perform and you can meet them. So they're flying them in. They've raised the money to fly them in, and they want to meet these boys. They're spending the first entire day at the Kushner Day School, nice. Thursday, jamming with those kids, giving small Hebrew lessons in their class, and doing a performance, and they're staying at these kids' homes. Phenomenal. So they're going to make a big connection. Phenomenal. And then, of course, yeah. Friday, night, Friday night dinner with them and Shabbat with, with them. them. That's right. And there's going to be youth activities and B'nai Akiva activities. It's very, very um, unique because uh, we're actually creating a bridge between our community and theirs. Call Akavod, uh, Livingston, New Jersey. I assume, I assume it's Rabbi Michelle and his uh, wonderful yes, people over is. there. Yes, it is. Call yes. Akavod, yes. Livingston, New Jersey. All right, Shabbos Hanukkah, everybody. Special menorah candle lighting before Tefillah, of course, before Shabbat. Then your Kabbalat Shabbat with a community-wide Hanukkah dinner on Friday night, December the 15th. On Saturday night, 7 p.m., the Israel Fair that we described. And at 7.30, this unique Hanukkah concert extravaganza with Israel's Kinor David Yeshiva Jazz Band, six young men, and their Rosh Hashiva will be uh, spending the entire Shabbat in the community and, of course, doing that great performance on Saturday night. All proceeds from the entire weekend uh, will go to the One Israel Fund's emergency campaign to strengthen security measures in Nevei Suf, the scene of the the brutal uh, terror attack that we described earlier. Everybody out there, uh, reserve your space at this community-wide dinner for Livingston, New Jersey. Go to SSTC. Shabbat.com, S-S-T-C, Shabbat.com, uh, or you could dial 973-994-0122. That's 
0.22 for information. Natalie Sopinski is Director of Community Development for the One Israel Fund, speaking to us from Susia, Israel. Natalie, anything you'd like to add? Um, it's going to be a fantastic Shabbat. It sounds it's like going to be it. Really, it's going to be a humongous and memorable experience. Most of these boys barely speak English. They've never been to America. They're going to be the first in their families to come here. Um, they're so excited. Hey, anybody, and, uh, anybody from outside of Livingston that wants to go to Livingston that job is contact Rabbi Michelle. I hope Rabbi Michelle doesn't it doesn't kill me for this, but but I, <laughs> but I but I'm telling you, there are people outside of uh, Bergen County, New Jersey, who are going to want to come, and not Bergen County, Essex County, New Jersey, who are going to want to come and, and spend Shabbat uh, the way you just described it. So I hope, I'm sure, knowing the Livingston community, they're ready to open their doors and let people uh, come and enjoy a Shabbat like this. That would be fantastic. That would be just amazing. That, that's what we we're hoping for. All right, everybody. Uh, you know the drill. It's very important to support the One Israel Fund, and especially this effort for Nevei Tzuf, and to have this unique Hanukkah, Shabbat Hanukkah, Experience, uh, contact the Suburban Torah Synagogue in Livingston at 973-994-0122 and their website, sstcshabbat.com. Natalie, best regards to everybody in Susia. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Nachum. Great speaking to you. There's a special place in my heart for Susia. Tuesday morning broadcast, more coming up at JM in the AM. To sing your praise, my heart to feel the joy. Let me have the gift for which I'm yearning. Another night in Israel. Desert flowers blooming in the spring, the grapes upon the vine. Let me walk the beaches in the moonlight Let me fall in love in Israel Wherever you go shares from our souls A time to mend A time to gather stones A time for peace In Israel Let me hear the voice of bride and groom Of laughter in the sea 
answer the prayers of our children so they need not fear in Israel. Thank you. 
J.M. in the A.M. Diaspora with Lule Hamanti. You heard Sam Glazer in Israel. All right, a couple of things from our community calendar I want to get to. I uh, really liked that conversation with Natalie from Susia. One Israel fun. That was great. Kolakavod, Livingston, New Jersey. Tonight, the Yeshiva University Maccabees, uh, they play St. Joseph's of Long Island. The game is at the Max Stern Athletic Center. Good luck to the Maccabees. They are 3-4 and four this year. I <clears throat> wish them the best of luck tonight. They got some injuries and uh, other things going on. Everyone should go up to Yeshiva University and root them on tonight. That's right. Um, yeah, today's a big sports day for us. We have the uh, Yeshiva League sports update Tuesdays at 720. If you missed that, you can check out the archives later on. I want to thank Elliot Weiselberg for doing that as the season continues to heat up. Tonight is uh, episode number five called The Wedding of the series called Soon By You. It was great speaking to two of the cast members yesterday on air. Tonight, the premiere party and screening is happening at the JCC Manhattan on Amsterdam Avenue and 76th Street in New York. Uh, they'll open at 7.30. It starts at 8. There'll be an after party with DJ desserts and wine. There'll be a Q&A. Um, with the cast and the creative team. You can be the first to watch episode number five of Soon By You. Information and tickets, soonbyyou.com. Soonbyyou.com. We wish everybody the best of luck on that for tonight. Uh, also, remember uh, the Center for Anxiety? Uh, we spoke with a couple of folks from the Center for Anxiety. In fact, that uh, conversation with Dr. Ross Marin is going to be repeated on JM Rewind coming up at 9 o'clock this morning. It's part of JM Rewind today as is the the conversation about SAC, Save a Child's Heart, and uh, Gidon Sar, one-time member of the Israeli government. That's all going to be part of JM Rewind. Anyway, the Center for Anxiety uh, invites you to join clinical psychologist Dr. Laura Vrani for an interactive workshop on the challenges of holiday stress and healthy eating. It's happening Wednesday, tomorrow, 7 p.m. at 222 Route 59 up in Suffern, New York. It's for women only. Again, it's 222 Route 59 in Suffern starting at 7 p.m. Uh, tomorrow night. Information, centerforanxiety.org. Centerforanxiety.org. Want to remind everybody that Live Nation presents direct from London Ashley Blaker in a show called Strictly Unorthodox. Ashley Blaker, Strictly Unorthodox, a, a comedian seen in the U.K. and Israel and South Africa happening here in New York Thursday, December 7th, beginning at 8 p.m. at the Gramercy Theater on East 23rd Street in New York City. Tickets, ashleyblaker.com, Ashley, A-S-H-L-E-Y, Blaker, B-L-A-K-E-R.com. It's this Thursday night, 8 p.m. at the Gramercy Theater, East 23rd Street in New York City. 
Um, so there you go. Haaretz called him a Haredi Michael McIntyre. He's direct from London. The show called Strictly Unorthodox. Ashley Blaker. Talmatara Flopush continues its fall lecture series this coming Saturday night. Rabbi Tzvi Ram on the topic of loving converts. Loving converts. Rabbi Tzvi Ram and Congregation Talmatara Flopush this coming Saturday night beginning at 8 p.m. Uh, 1305 Coney Island Avenue between Avenues I and J. Information 718-377-2528. for information on that. FIDF New Jersey Chapter Dinner is this coming Sunday night, the 13th Annual New Jersey Tribute Dinner. Uh, you know what we think of FIDF, amazing organization. Information, FIDF.org slash NJGala. FIDF.org slash NJGala. That's this coming Sunday night. Hope everybody can make it. It is an amazing organization. Two minutes before 8 o'clock, and this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio, around the world on the web at NachumSiegel.com, on the NachumSiegel Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app.
J.M. in the A.M. Amram Adar opening up the um, 8 o'clock hour here on a J.M. in the A.M. Tuesday. It's a song called Me Mama Kim. The album is, of course, Ainod Milvado Amram Adar here at J.M. in the A.M. Well, uh, I don't know how many times I have lauded the work of the OU's J.L.I.C. Um, and the work that they do on campuses throughout the... Uh, United States, and um, and now it seems, based on the news that we have, that JLIC, which has made such an impact on uh, college campuses throughout the United States, is starting to make an impact, listen to this, on college campuses in Israel, which you know for us is an extremely important development. Um to explain all of this and celebrate this great news, Rabbi Elon Haber, who is the director of JLIC for the OU, joins us live via telephone. He happens to be traveling uh, on the West Coast at the moment. So he's up early this morning for us at JM in the AM. Rabbi Elon Haber, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you. Remind our audience what JLIC stands for. Sure. It's uh, Jewish Learning Initiatives on Campus. Now, I got to tell you, and I, I, I said this to you off the air just a moment ago, which is unusual for me because I don't, usually don't <laughs> reveal anything before we get on the air. Uh, we have been lauding your work on the college campuses of North America for quite a while. I hope you know that. I hope we, you know that we have publicly celebrated the incredible work that your couples and families are doing around this country. And I am thrilled, frankly, to hear that this effort is now going to Israel, and I'm even more thrilled to find out why you felt it's necessary to expand to Israel, which we will explain in a moment. Let's start with the basics. How many campuses in North America can we now find JLIC? Sure. Uh, we have 22 programs in North America, two in Canada and the other 20 in the U.S., um, and we now have 23 couples, so with one cu- campus, University of Maryland, having two couples. We'd be amazed, and why we, I mean the, the average person who does not surround themselves with collegiate news on a regular basis, we'd be amazed at the Jewish population at a lot of these campuses, especially Maryland that you just mentioned, right? The number of Jews and Jews from Orthodox families who are now on the campus. Yeah, there are estimated, just at University of Maryland, over 500 uh, students from Orthodox day school background. Unbelievable. Uh, 
And, and and does any college campus, uh, I mean, aside from the obvious ones, uh, does any college campus around the country um, have those types of statistics? Are there any others with between 500 and 1,000 students in the day school movement? Sure. Uh, I mean, closer to you, I would say Queens College has approximately 1,000, and we have a program there as well. Wow. Uh, Brooklyn College has a few hundred, Binghamton as well, and NYU actually has close to 500. And if you include uh, the surrounding campuses around NYU and lower Manhattan, it's even higher. What about California? What would be a good example of a college campus that has a larger Orthodox presence that we might think? Sure. Uh, you know, what we found is actually uh, Santa Monica College, uh, which is a program we opened up a couple years ago. It's a community college serving primarily students from the Los Angeles area, and uh, it has uh, a very, very large number of Orthodox students attending, and many of them go- actually go on afterwards to study at UCLA, where we also have a program. Unbelievable. Rabbi Ilan Haber is with us. Um, I met a couple of years ago, I'm th- more than a couple of years ago, I'm thinking it's closer to, um, to probably the end of 2010, we're talking about almost seven years ago. Uh, I met the couple who at that time were on Brooklyn College's campus, and you know, you're know you somewhat skeptical, You know, a commuter college, what kind of impact can they have on the students who are you know spending only part of their day, they're not dorming on campus, part of their day at the college. I was amazed by the work they were doing. I don't know if it's the same couple there now, but I was amazed by the work they were doing. I think that was my first real introduction to the work of JLIC. Uh, you, you can tell us unequivocally Am I correct that that it, it's not only the campuses where students are living on or near those campuses 24 hours a day, it's even the commuter colleges are doing great work? Exactly. Actually, what we found, um, Brooklyn College is an excellent example of that, um, and Rabbi Ruven and Shira Boshnak are still there. They're wow. serving their community. Um, I mean, just to kind of give you a statistic, just to show sort of the kind of impact that they've had, I think, you know, over a period of a course of a year, they calculated that they participated in about 100 weddings of students and alumni. Um, <laughs> you know, you can only almost imagine, yeah. <laughs> uh, you, know, the, you know, the type of doing, you know, katan classes and kala classes and being the Sarah Kedushin. And, um, and what we found is, especially in, you know, Brooklyn's an excellent example of this, is that while there are many, many Jewish resources around, many of them are not really geared towards focusing on this population. And the students really are looking for community built around uh, uh, role models who care about them, who they can come to for their questions and can learn with them. And by the way, that's a great indication. The the, the kid who wants wants their JLIC rabbi to be Masada Kedushin, nothing against community rabbis and where people grow up, but they they get very close with them. They get close with them, like you say, they become their role models and essentially their family outside their family, even if they're just commuting. Yes. Yes, that's true. By the way, and I hope I'm not overstating this because we know there are a lot of great campus organizations and I could list them and it would, it would take probably, you know, two hands or more to, to, to outline all of them. Uh, but but I, I know you do make an effort, and at least it seems this way to the outsider, you do make an effort to really cooperate with other Jewish groups on campus. And you're not there exclusive to others. You are You are there to enhance the experience of those students who want an experience like yours. Yeah, I mean, with thousands, really thousands of, Jewish students on the campuses that we're serving, um, it's, it's re- it would really be unfortunate if any one organization felt like they had a monopoly on Jewish life. And right. so it's very, very important to work well with others and with other organizations. And what I found is that 
um, you know, when that doesn't happen, if there's, for example, two organizations that aren't really quite getting along, um, you know, it's it's very poor modeling for the students themselves. Yeah. They come away from that feeling like, you know, the Jewish leaders can't get along. So, yeah. you know, it, it just, it, it's very, very important, even just from a Jewish educational perspective, to show them a sense of achdut. Yeah, and it's not easy to do, but you got to make the effort to do it. Rabbi Ilan Haber is with us. He directs JLIC, Jewish Learning Initiative on campus. All right, let's talk about this big news. At least I consider it big news. Um, it, it was. It has been discovered that now in Israel, thank God, there is a surge in Orthodox student enrollment. And obviously we're talking about Anglo-Orthodox student enrollment. And because of this surge, there is a need now to start JLIC presences on Israeli college campuses. How did you guys discover this and how did you decide to meet this need? Um, yeah, I mean, we've found over the years um, that many, many students, especially those that take a gap year, choose to stay in Israel um, and establish a life there. Um, and they go to these campuses, uh, Bar-Ilan, Hebrew now the Technion has an English language program, and the program we just started at IDC in Herzliya, a lot of them going, feeling that they're going to be in a Jewish environment and, you know, needing, uh, you know, really reaching out to us for support. And many of them are familiar with the JLIC program and the work we do on the U.S. and saw us as sort of a natural fit for what they need on their campuses. It's unbelievable. Is IDC Herzliya the first one you're, uh, you're, you're starting? Yeah, yeah, it's the first one. Um, and we actually got the idea about five years ago. Uh, we started exploring it, but at the time didn't have um, a sort of a base of funding to, to get it going. But really through the impetus of the students, at the IDC in Herzliya, um, and the support of the university itself, uh, we were able to this time pull things together and establish a program there. And according to my notes, the Mayberg Foundation was uh, was key to that as well. Yeah, the Mayberg Foundation, and then there you know there are others that that have come through with support, and obviously we're still you know building on that support, but. Uh, yeah. Um, it enabled us to, to get started. All right, tell me about Margot and Rabbi Josh Botwinick. I am just so pleased to have them as part of our staff. Um, when I met them, uh, you know, actually in a restaurant in Teaneck, um, <laughs> I, uh, um, I, I was just immediately struck by their personality and charisma and caring for the Jewish community. Um, you know, they, they just bring such exuberance and energy and youth, um, you know, really sort of paired with a strong sense of mission and, uh, background in student leadership and camping and uh, informal Jewish education um, and real uh, Torah learning and, and strength and knowledge. And so, you know, it was really the full package. And when this program got, got was in development, just seemed that they would be the perfect couple uh, to establish the program on so, campus. So they are literally living on the IDC Herzliya campus. Yeah. I mean, they live uh, right in that community. And uh, walking distance for many, many of the students who who are attending there, and uh, they meet uh, those whose background is from the U.S. and from Canada, and uh, and help them along. It's really a home away from home, huh? Yeah, um, I mean, while the primary impetus has been uh, the 150 or so North American students right. that that are at IDC and Herzliya studying, um, there's hundreds of students really from North America and other places. Um, that are looking for some sort of sense of Jewish community. 
There are students from Brazil and Mexico and South America and Belgium that are also participating in the program. Although we found that, you know, there's a very, very strong need just even supporting the North American students. Yeah, well, great job. I, I think it's amazing. You guys are now on an Israeli campus. I'm sure that's going to increase as time goes on. Kudos to the OU and JLIC, as you heard Rabbi Elon Haber describe. Uh, not only do uh, more than 20 campuses in North America enjoy JLIC couples uh, leading so many of our kids uh, around this uh, country and continent, but now on the IDC Herzliya campus, uh, there is a, uh, a JLIC couple, Margot and Rabbi Josh Botwinnick, who have already started to uh, impact uh, the Anglo-Jewish uh, community and others uh, there on that campus. I, I assume you do foresee that very soon, if the funding is in place and the OU continues at the thank God aggressive pace that they do these things, uh, that you'll see other campuses ha- have JLIC couples in Israel very soon. Uh, yeah, I mean, I certainly hope so. I've, there are definitely students from other campuses that have reached out to us asking for similar programs. And it, it's really kind of incredible, the story. I, you know, we thought that they would have to kind of get settled and started and build things up by just developing one-on-one relationships. But literally the first weekend they arrived, there's just such a starvation for this kind of activity. <laughs> the students really gelled together as a family. It was really incredible to see. And they have enormous numbers of students just, you know, developing student leadership, giving each other chaburot, um, building community, and, um, you know, with, with the couple as the core. Um, do you get to see the majority of your campuses during a typical school year, or, not, or is that impossible travel-wise? I, I try to. <laughs> I can't get to, to every. What was the most? Re- what one. was the most recent North American campus you were on of your JLIC campuses? Uh, last week I was in Montreal, and the previous week I was at Yale. I'm going uh-huh. to Penn this Shabbat. Does this Yale? Shabbat. Does Yale have a good couple up there? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's uh, you know we have um, you know it's it's important to kind of come go around and you know kind of check in and see what's happening with the students, and, and- so. It's important to kind of see things firsthand. And both Yale and Penn still have large Orthodox populations, right? Yeah, I mean, I would say Penn is significantly larger. Right. Um, it's always been sort of a bastion for Orthodox students, and, you know, it remains so. Yale is probably a smaller community, and at a place like Yale, we find that not only is, you know, do our couple reaches Orthodox students, but they also have an enormous impact on the Jewish community in, in general. Oh, that I'm sure. Rabbi Elon Haber, he's generally in Israel where he leads JLIC internationally. Uh, he happens to be traveling on the West Coast, got up really early to join us. I thank you. And Mazal Tov, this is a development of the first JLIC presence on an Israeli college campus, I think is very, very significant. So kudos to you and the OU for this amazing effort. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. A pleasure. Rabbi Elon Haber. More coming up. It's a Tuesday at JM in the AM.
J.M. in the A.M., that is the uh, cast from Mahayu Nechonim, the Dirishu album. That's called Achenu. Od Yishama done by Yehuda Green. Avremo with Achim Banefesh. Tuesday morning, J.M. in the A.M. Rabbi Ruvi New is standing by. We're going to get to him in just a couple of minutes here at J.M. in the A.M. A couple of items from our community calendar. Tonight is the uh, premiere of episode number five of Soon By You. Uh, the premiere screening and party is happening at the JCC Manhattan on Amsterdam Avenue and 76th Street, beginning at 8 p.m. Information, tickets, etc. soonbyyou.com. Soonbyyou.com. Tomorrow night at 7 p.m., clinical psychologist Dr. Laura Vrani has an interactive workshop on the challenges of holiday stress and healthy eating. Brought to you by the Center for Anxiety. We spoke to Dr. Um, uh, to Dr. Ross Marin last week. Uh, it's happening tomorrow night, starting at 7 p.m., 222 Route 59 in Suffern, New York. Information Center for Anxiety.org. Center for Anxiety.org. Reminder this Thursday, Live Nation presents Ashley Blaker, direct from London, in a show called Strictly Unorthodox. As seen in the UK, Israel, and South Africa, Ashley Blaker's on stage this Thursday night at the Gramercy Theater on East 23rd Street in New York City. Information, Ashley Blaker, A-S-H-L-E-Y-B-L-A-K-E-R.com. AshleyBlaker.com for information. More coming up. It's JM in the AM. We are about to introduce to you Rabbi Ruvi New, who is going to spend some time with us live via telephone. His album is entitled Storm the World, and he has a song on the album entitled Six Days. Here is Six Days, Rabbi Ruvi New, brand new at JM in the AM.
Well, my apologies. Somehow, uh, Amram Adar's Bowie Kala snuck in after my introduction of Ruby New's brand new album, and I'm sorry for that. Rabbi Ruby New is with us live via telephone. I get to introduce him to you here at JM the AM after we play a selection off of his brand new album. The brand new album is entitled Storm the World. Rabbi Ruby New, N-E-W, with an album entitled Storm the World. This song is called Six Days. And this is how we how we will for real begin this new music alert segment on a Tuesday morning at JM in the AM. Yeah, any album that includes the words Harabayat Biadenu, you knew I'd put on the air, right? 
Rabbi Ruby knew a song called uh, Six Days from an album entitled Storm the World. Rabbi Ruby knew. Welcome to JM in the AM. Morning. Thanks for having me. You knew that secret. You put the words Harabai Biadena in the song. I'm going to play it, right? <laughs> well, they are iconic Say and timely. Anyway. Yeah. For people who quote it accurately and understand the importance of it, you are 100% right. And I appreciate you putting it that way. Uh, well, congratulations, Mazal Tov. I assume this uh, album is, uh, is is out there for people for, to obtain. Am I correct at this point? Yeah, it's very much out there. In fact, uh, on Friday, it rose to number eight on the iTunes um, chart of uh, world music. So Mazal Tov to you on yeah, that. The All right, so uh, tell us who Rabbi Ruvi New is and why he decided to uh, release what I assume is a debut album at this point. I decided, I still haven't figured that out, but um, who I am, <laughs> uh, it's also a work in progress, but um, I'm a, a native of Melbourne, Australia, so I come from the great land down under, wow. and um, Baruch Hashem came from a very musical family, and my mother's a professional singer, she produced uh, two albums herself for um, women only, and uh, so music was very much, always a, very much a big part of my life. And um, I guess my quote-unquote career started in camp as a kid, writing songs. And um, so, how long? Um, how long ago did you get to the South Florida area? Um, I came to South Florida twenty years ago. Ah, all right. Yeah. And we find you normally in uh, which synagogue? I am the shliach to East Boca Raton, Florida. So we're in, in uh, beautiful Boca Raton. So how far are you from BRS? BRS, I'm about uh, a 15-minute drive. Hmm. All right. So next time we're down in Boca, we gotta we got to seek you out and uh, and come visit. Please do. Rabbi Ruby New is with us. All right, so you did decide, even though, even though you earlier said in this conversation you're not <laughs> sure why, you did decide to put together a, a, a bunch of tracks, release an album. Is this all your original material? Yeah, yeah. Well, I say it sort of, you know, it really evolved. I mean, this this album is really a project. It's very much message-oriented, and it's a tribute to the Lubavitcher Rebbe's life and teachings. And I, I started writing shortly after the Rebbe's passing in 1994 without any intention of necessarily putting out an album. It was really just, uh, I guess, cathartic for me to, to, to write. And uh, it sort of, you know, evolved into a project from there. Well, what would the Rebbe think of this beat, huh? What would he have said about that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, I, I, I know this, that uh, I, I once read an interview with uh, Yossi Piamenta right. um, when he was at a crossroads in his life, um, and he was transitioning, you know, from being a, a rock band to, uh, you know, becoming from and so on and so forth and didn't know what, what impact that would have on his uh, career musically. And the Rebbe's direction to him was basically to, you know, take the music that he's, that he's familiar with and channel it um, into, in, with Jewish themes and into Yiddishkeit. So um, the Rebbe, generally speaking, was very, very, uh, I guess you could call it progressive in terms of embracing technology, embracing what's out there in the world and, and, and utilizing it for, you know, the greater good. So, you know, music is always evolving. Jewish music has always been impacted and, and influenced by the sounds around us. And um, so, you know, this album is no exception. Rabbi Ruvi New is with us. The brand new album is called The Storm the World. Why? Uh, tell us about the song we did hear so far called Six Days. Yeah, um, 
six days is uh, Shisha Yamim um, in Hebrew, and uh, the lyrics were written by Miriam Israeli and uh, Ari Goldwag, who have teamed up for a lot of uh, big hits like Yesh yeah. uh, And um, the story behind the song is that I, I felt this being the 50th year of uh, the, the Six Day War and the reunification of Yerushalayim and, uh, and all of the tension around uh, Harabayas that I wanted to make a you know, powerful and upbeat song um, about that. And I also wanted to convey the genesis of the Tefillin campaign that the Rebbe launched, and that was in advance of the war of 1967. And uh, there was tremendous uncertainty around the Jewish world as to what was going to happen. As we all know, they were preparing thousands of body bags in Israel, and the Rebbe emerged as a lone voice in a very public way on Lag Vayimur and said there's going to be great, great miracles, and uh, launched uh, the Tefillin campaign as a form of spiritual defense, initially with members of IDF and then Jewish men all over the world. So um, this uh, this song hopefully you know conveys that um, message. Yeah, and uh, and maybe I should say not ironically, but fittingly. Uh, one of the main places where the Tefillin campaign made such a major impact ended up being at the Kotel Amaravi, right next to Harabayat. That's right. That's right. A very important point that my father always pointed out. Tuesday morning, JM and the AM, by Ruvi New is here uh, with us live via telephone. Brand new album is called, uh, is called Storm the World. The song we heard is called Six Days. How do people obtain this? They go to iTunes. What do they do? Yeah, uh, they can download it at iTunes, or they can order the hard copy at nigunmusic.com, or uh, if you're in the New York, New Jersey area, it should be uh, in your local Judaica store. Have they put it in the Florida stores yet? Um, They are supposedly on the way. There you go. Uh, All right, give us a song. Give us a song you'd like us to play, and uh, tell us about it. Um, Let's maybe go with um, The Match. it's, it sort of has an Israel connection, too. The, the story behind the song is, um, I'm sure you've heard of Yehuda Avner. Sure. Um, the great ambassador. Right, the great ambassador who had a very close relationship with the Rebbe right. and came um, came with Menachem Begin when he first came to visit. The, yeah, he's in the video. Right, exactly. So he came back to the Rebbe after um, meeting with Carter to report back to him. And um, at the end of that meeting... He asks the Rebbe, he said, you know, I, I, people say a lot of things about you, and I, I'd like to know, what do you say about you? You know, how do you define yourself? And the Rebbe said to him that, um, think of a candle, and um, candle consists of, of wax and a wick, but in order for the candle to do what it needs to do, someone needs to light it up. And he said, the, the candle is like the body, the wax, the wick is like the soul. My job is to help help it ignite. So he turns to the Rebbe and he says, No, I think he said in Yiddish, Did the Rebbe light me up? And the Rebbe said to him, No, but I gave you the match. And um, that, that, that message about the match is, is, very, is so powerful. It, it's about empowerment and, and very much consistent with the Rebbe's leadership. It was not, uh, I'm going to just carry you. With with inspiration, but I'm I'm going to empower you. you I'm going to give you the match. You got to strike it. You got to light up your life. So that's uh, the background to this uh, song called the match. This song, the match. Rabbi Ruvi New is with us. It's his uh, creation. It's on the brand new album, Storm the World. You're listening to the best place for brand new Jewish music. A new music alert Tuesday at JM in the AM. It's three o'clock in the morning. 
Seems the whole world's fast asleep Yesterday's gone, now we belong to tomorrow's hopes and dreams But there's a room where the light still burns Where sleep is oh so rare He couldn't rest, so distressed With so many in despair This room some call it Aden When they enter it they feel What a pure place the world can be How the godly is so real And how each of us has our own role That no one else can play For in me lies a special soul To guide my path my way When you came inside this holy room Hoping there to find A magic pill to cure the ills Of a troubled heart and mind Whose remedies were words of truth For just your ears to catch No, he didn't light your fire, but he gave you the match. There are men of greatness who make you feel small. And there are men so humble that they make you feel so tall. They free the greatness inside of you That you didn't even know And now you're free to truly see The beauty of your soul When you came inside this holy room Hoping there to find A magic pill to cure the ill of a trouble Just your ears to catch No, he didn't light your fire But he J.M. and the A.M., it's called The Match. 
Album is Storm the World. Rabbi Ruby New is with us live via telephone. Uh, what can I tell you? Nice selection. Thank you. Nice selection. Beautiful tune. Nice story with the Lubavitch Rebbe, and obviously that's the reference is yep. the, the Rebbe's words regarding uh, the match and uh, what it stands for. Uh, 11 minutes before the hour, it's JMNAM Tuesday on this uh, new music alert Tuesday. All right, Rabbi New, we're running out of time, so let's get to some more music. What else can you play for us off of the brand new album, Storm the World? Maybe the title, Storm the World. Why is it called Storm the World? Why is this collection of music and this song specifically called Storm the World? Storm the World is uh, an adaptation of something uh, that Apple would often say when he was launching a campaign or really trying to put some fire under everybody's feet, he would say, you got to do it, Mitashturim. you got to storm, you got to storm the world with this message. And um, really, I, my hope for this album is that it's going to storm the world with with the Rebbe's message, which is so positive, which is so empowering, which is so full of love, inclusivity, and, and light. And um, we all know that the world could use that. So I hope we're going to storm the world with that. Yeah, and even more importantly, when you're storming the world, not necessarily in an aggressive fashion, but with a big smile and with uh, and tremendous Avos Yisrael. That's right. With love. You grew up in Melbourne, right? Yes. And, and uh, at a, what age did you leave Australia? I came to New York at uh, I just turned 18. And who was your great influence in aside from your own family? Who was your great influence in Melbourne? Was there a great uh, Chabad rabbi or other rabbi in town at the time? Um, rabbinically, probably two great influences. One is Rabbi Groner, who uh, was the the the, the to Melbourne, and um, Rabbi Gutnick, who was another very prominent. Uh, uh, rabbi there so from a rabbinical standpoint yeah both both so names very familiar to us i mean mm-hmm. I, I always wonder about the about the size influence and spirituality of different jewish communities around the world mm-hmm. and uh i don't know melbourne i always seem to you know hear very special things about the melbourne community not not just in general chabad and otherwise so yeah Mel- i was just there actually last week again and my family's still there uh melbourne You've- is an amazing amazingly strong um Jewish community. I mean, just within a three-mile radius, it's probably 30, 40 shuls. So um, it's, it's, it's a beautiful, Hashem, a beautiful community. Do you fly from Florida to Melbourne? I do, yeah. No other way to do it, huh? Yeah. And, and if I went to Melbourne, I'd find plenty of uh, delicious kosher restaurants or not? Yeah, no shortage. I mean, you're coming from New York, so, uh, yeah, you know. Right. Uh, Everything in comparison. But, yeah, Hashem, no shortage. If I brought a Jewish music concert to Melbourne, would people be excited? Absolutely. Um, I was there actually in last February as well, and um, Avram Fried did a concert, packed house. Um, so absolutely, there's, a, there's a, definitely a market for it. Interesting. And actually, when I grew up in the 70s, um, and uh, you know, MBD was rose to stardom, he came to Melbourne when I was a kid. Um, did two concerts. One, I think I was the only person who was at both concerts and yeah. sold his tapes in the lobby. <laughs> so uh, yeah, Melbourne has a long history of uh, of, of concerts. You don't remember Kalbach in Melbourne, do you? Um, no, I don't. I don't. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else I have to ask you before I play this song. I guess that's it. All right, it's called it's called Storm the World. Both this track, the title track, and of course. The album, hence title track. It's Storm the World with Rabbi Ruvi New at JM in the AM.
in the song, you know, I'm going to like it also. <laughs> oh, well, Dida Natsach, one of my favorite songs, Dida Natsach. Uh, there you go, everybody. Rabbi Ruvi New, the uh, the uh, album is a 14-track brand-new album entitled Storm the World. What you just heard is the title track. Rabbi Ruvi New, I take this opportunity to wish you to uh, Hatzlach Rabba, the best of luck with the brand-new album. You have a lot of nice material on it. 
Thank you very, very much. Thank you for having me on the show. I want to wish you and your listeners a Let's all storm the world with with light. May we see the lighting of the base of the Menorah in the base of Migdosh. And uh, until then, next time you come to Boca, look us up, okay? <laughs> you got it. Thank you so much. Rabbi Ruby New, who's down in uh, Boca Raton and has just released this brand new album, Storm the World. You check it out on iTunes and your Judaica stores, uh, Nigun Music website etc etc and uh, check it out and uh, a lot of great material some of it we had an opportunity to get to this morning here on a new music alert tuesday at jm in the am couple of things first of all big thank you to our friends at only thank you to only they continue to utilize a whole bunch of our content for um uh, their news feed that in addition to their simcha news is making a lot of waves out there a lot of positive waves uh with the uh, stories they're covering from the jewish world so thank you to OnlySimplest.com. Also, a reminder, you can support us and you can sponsor part or all of a JM and the AM broadcast uh, by going to fjbunity.org. That's our foundation, uh, foundation for Jewish Broadcasting, fjbunity.org. Go to that website and support us and certainly take advantage of the opportunity to sponsor part or all of a JM and the AM broadcast. Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NachumSingle.com, on the NachumSingle Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Reminder, coming up next, JM Rewind, our conversation with the Center for Anxiety, our conversation regarding Save a Child's Heart, and our conversation with Gidon Saar, all included. Live lunch with ZK coming up at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, encore presentation of The Court Report with uh, Elliot Weiselberg. Check it out. All the latest news regarding basketball and hockey and the Yeshiva League. It's all happening tonight. Court Report at 7 p.m. Eastern Time here on the Nahum Siegel Network. By the way, if uh, if Ruby News relatives were listening in, uh, in Melbourne, it's 1 a.m. there. It's 1 a.m. Wednesday morning in Melbourne. I hope they were listening. If not, I hope you're listening on the archive. Let us know. If you're listening in Melbourne any way, shape, or form, let us know. Nachum at NachumSiegel.com. Have a fabulous Tuesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember to pass, live the present, and trust the future. (laughs) 